0: welcome mystorians host austin he they, she and host brenda she her have been waiting for you come along for secret histories of nerd mysteries
1: Everyone, welcome to episode 57 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Um, I'm, my, 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 my name is host Brenda.
0: <laughs> I'm host Austin, and this is our musical episode. It's not the musical episode, I won't be singing at all. <laughs>
1: Today I'm going to bring you the news And this will cue the, the news song It'll be like Jake Gyllenhaal says he doesn't take a shower Human skin cleans itself Which is not a scientifically proven fact
0: I don't know what it is about rich people it, Like the richer and more famous people get It feels like they get du- they, Okay, let me walk well, it back It feels like the richer people get For whatever reason They're more susceptible to like not correct scientifically proven information
1: yes i think goop lady um gwyneth paltrow is a good example of
0: jesus christ is. i don't have a song
1: <laughs> it's okay we'll drop the musical bit but yeah jake gillenall doesn't take a shot to take showers um I'm your really skin sick of it. doesn't oh god it's so gross it's like please stop like oh my god
0: oh my god yeah, so Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower and um a lot of famous people wanna fight Disney.
1: Yeah, so it's come out that um Emily Blunt, who was in Jungle Cruise that just came out, mm-hmm. and Emma Stone is looking into her options too, because these contracts were never never took streaming into consideration. No. So like Emma Stone was in Cruella, which mm-hmm. was released to Disney Plus and in theaters at the same time. And then Jungle Cruise, same thing. Black. One second. A dog is barking. A lot. Oh, my God, Leia. Okay, she's done. All right. She's not done. <laughs> she's done. She's done. Yeah, so Jungle Cruise was released the same way like onto mm-hmm. streaming, Black Widow was released the same way onto streaming and video. Mm-hmm. So contracts just weren't written up to nope. take that into consideration. So like or, re- these ac- or rewritten. Or rewritten as they should have been when the decision was made. Because so, yeah.
0: we n- we know that uh competitor Warner Brothers uh rewrote a bunch of contracts for the HBO Max deal. Mm-hmm. Because they, they 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 like saw it. They like Disney started putting stuff out on streaming. HBO Max was like every single every single Warner Brothers movie this year. If you didn't know, uh, it's also going to HBO Max for the first month for free. You don't have to pay the extra. Yeah. You don't pay the extra money, but it's also not there forever. It's just for a month, which is roughly yeah. when most films are in theaters. Some are there are longer if they're super popular, but mm-hmm. essentially, it's like it's there. You can watch it. And then it'll be up for you later. It's just like a perk of having HBO Max. Yeah, they saw like, yeah, if we don't do something though, we will uh, get mega sued because this is not what they agreed to. So they paid a bunch of people more money. They were like, this will offset anything in your contract that was about like box office pull or anything because there's a global pandemic and we need to ensure everyone's happy. So they did that. Disney, being Disney, just <laughs> didn't. They were just like, what? What'll happen? Fuck them
1: oh what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs>
0: was, they are they essentially were like who who among you would try and scarjo was like i have nothing left to lose because frankly she doesn't she really, she really doesn't
1: she really doesn't she doesn't really need to work anymore like
0: uh she's super set. i can't i can't i cannot fathom they dropped she was paid 20 million dollars before the movie was out i'm like yeah. what the fuck yeah 20
1: million dollars
0: fuck it like you know sue them like i fuck it what are they gonna do you know
1: burn that bridge you're not in any other movies coming up so yeah and you'll never be in any other movies again but you don't need to be you can retire she
0: she made it very clear she will not be more marvel movies.
1: she's like i am done
0: Uh, i got my
1: movie and i'm done
0: so it's very interesting because um People asked The Rock how he felt about it because Dwayne's also in Jungle Cruise and he he he's like he's chill, so won't be seeing him come out. I saw Gerard Butler was thinking about suing someone for like a 2016 movie.
1: No, it was twenty like a 2013 movie. Oh my it was like god, old movie or 2012. It was it, early 2000s. It was like old, ish. yeah, old movie. He's like, wait a second, that's my Gerard Butler voice. It's my, <laughs> I have no Mickey idea
0: voice. what he sounds like.
1: <laughs> he probably sounds like. Right. Was Gerard Butler the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera? He was. Oh my god. So he sounds He's- like, oh.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of people are trying to sue Disney um, or considering suing Disney. Uh, Kevin Feige came out and said that the way Disney talked about Scarlett Johansson wasn't cool. Because they were, yeah. they, they'd go like, immediately personal attack and i'm like oh okay guys i mean but if you broke her contract this won't look great when they bring up the personal attack in court and so it's interesting because so disney is like this untouchable empire and if they i mean they're gonna end up in court this is this lawsuit's opened and i think the public is just interested to see like two mega corpse fight between like all the hollywood celebs and disney that the public's just invested in seeing this, and I don't think either one will back down before a court date gets set. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be very interesting what this does, because it'll definitely change the face of entertainment. Simply because Disney owns a lot.
1: What's the next news? Jeopardy! Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Right. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Uh, okay, so we got our wish a little bit, and... Mm-hmm. LeVar Burton was the host for, like, what was it, just one week? One
0: week? Everyone else got two, I found out. I didn't even know who else did it, because I didn't care. Yeah.
1: Well, we do know that um, unfunny man Ken Jennings was <laughs> one, the first host. Oh, it's true. And then Dr-, Dr. Oz was another host, which is like, what are uh, you
0: what's doing? What's going on at Jeopardy?
1: Yeah, it's like, this is a man who, like, promotes dangerous pseudoscience and has gotten people, like, has made people very ill Or in some cases, some people have died. Like, So, you know, why are you having this man follow up, um, Alex Trebek, Mm -hmm. you know, who died from cancer? And you have this guy who, like, comes on and is just like, yeah, just eat, like, almonds. And that'll get rid of your cancer. It doesn't. It doesn't. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So, yeah, there's just a lot of nonsense happening at Jeopardy. So, the executive producer, Austin, what's his name again?
0: Oh, this fuckhead's name is... This fuck. <laughs> Mike Richards.
1: Um, Yeah, so Mike Richards is the executive producer of um, Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And he's in talks to become the next permanent host of Jeopardy.
0: Which is wild. I didn't even know. Which- Apparently he had a guest spot at some point, which... I guess it makes sense if it was like, we can't find anyone. And the producer's like, I mean, I can just do it. Cause that's, that's a producer thing is like, I'll just like step yeah. in until we find someone. But some news is coming, not news is like being brought to light. Uh, he used to be the executive producer where The Price is Right. And during his tenure there, there were uh, a bunch of very, very not chill things. Um, some of them include just like general shitty dude stuff, like, Made the models wear shorter skirts. He wanted them to look like they were going out on a date. Doing his tenure is when they started wearing bikinis more and more on the show instead of like being like clothed like everyone else on the air conditioned cold set, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. But in 2010, one of the models, Shane Sterling, sued CBS and The Price is Right and um, the producer team for being let go from the show. She said, as a result of her pregnancy in 2008 uh to make a long story short she had um some she had some complications of pregnancy she was going to have twins one of them didn't make it in utero uh but they were too close to term so she had to deliver both even though one was no longer alive uh and while recovering from all of that and trying to lose trying to lose weight and get back to work after like you know having all of that happen, she found out her contract had been canceled because she had been out for too long
1: jesus
0: um there's other reports from other models suing for like being fearful of not having job security and like delaying their pregnancy for the same reason um and of this guy mike richards and other people on the producer team who were also part of these lawsuits of being pretty horrible uh one of these one of these things from the lawsuit is richards responded to the news she was that she was having twins by putting his face in his hands according to sterling sterling goes on the say richard said quote he asked he asked me twice in an annoyed tone twins are you serious seriously twins oh my god Jesus. Uh, and, end quote um so it's it's pretty bad um like i said that first lawsuit was 2010 there's another one from 2011 around the same the same thing uh so there's there's just, like, a history of him being abusive and discriminatory on his sets, mm-hmm. and so that, isn't, that doesn't seem like someone you want to be the face of Jeopardy, or the face of anything, yeah. or in the industry at all.
1: At all, yeah. And it's, like, it really feels like LeVar Burton was just, like, kind of, like, they were like, alright, you get this, I guess, and it's just, like, there is no one else who is more perfect for that role.
0: It is what, like, I don't know, it's what literally everyone wanted.
1: yeah. And it's like they need for like shows like Jeopardy that have been on TV so long, they need to find out how to appeal to the younger generations or it's going to get canceled. Mm -hmm. So right now, like the generation that's going to have time to sit down is our generation, Mm -hmm. millennials. (laughs) And (laughs) what better way to get millennials to watch than, you know, putting like LeVar Burton, who we all watched as kids on Reading Rainbow, Mm -hmm. on this show. Like that's going to get like. Our generation, older generations who watch that show with their kids, mm-hmm. you know, that's who they need to be watching mm-hmm. it. And, like, having, like, this guy who's just, like, an executive producer and not, like, a celebrity at all, it feels kind of weird.
0: Like, he got announced and I went, who? And I had to Google yeah. it. I was like, I don't know who that is. And then it
1: was like, oh, it's the executive producer, so he's deciding that he's the one for the, okay, right? all right. Also, <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, can we just talk about, like lavar burton only got a week and what in what fucking world in what world does someone as notoriety wise as lavar burton have to get on the internet to be like i'm campaigning to be on jeopardy what do you, you should your agent should have called and they should be like oh absolutely oh my god we can't believe we could get you are you not you're not busy are you sh-? like w- in what world does he have to be like hey public help me get on jeopardy what do you, i mean i will I, yeah. You shouldn't need me to. We did.
1: Like, <laughs> like he we- was on Jeopardy, I guess. They're like, all right, you got what you wanted. Now we're back to the, non- the bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit like, I,
0: I can't... I don't understand. Like, LeVar Burton is one of those celebrities that is just like, everyone loves him. I've mm-hmm. never read a bad story about him. And I don't think that's, no. like, because he's secretly a monster. Like, he's transcended I don't know how many different like subcultures of like media that people watch mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand why you he seems like the person right like I can't think of someone else you would the only other person I was like I could see was like someone like Anderson Cooper because people like him a yeah. lot and he's also pretty
1: yeah he is but I like I for his reporting all the time god <laughs> his eyes exactly yeah, I'm like, uh, you're not, um, sometimes you do some questionable stuff, but holy shit, your eyes. Like,
0: I, I was like, <laughs> I can't think of anyone else. So, Brian Burton also has a very good host yeah. voice.
1: He does.
0: It's, Because
1: he, he hosted Reading Rainbow for like Jesus. 20 years.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, so. Was I don't he know. he
0: a it's... voice on Magic School Bus? Google? Wasn't he? <laughs> Is it weren't there were segments at the end of Magic School Bus sometimes where like, uh, is a lizard's name just Liz?
1: Yeah, but Liz is a girl, right?
0: No, but there are segments where like she would go be with this, like there's like this black guy, and in my kid head it was all like that's LeVar Burton, because Reading Rainbow was like right after Magic School Bus for a while.
1: Let's see. And
0: I don't know if it was actually LeVar Burton, or if my head was just like, LeVar Burton. <laughs>
1: I'm like I can't find anything definitive at the moment, but we will look into that later. I'll look
0: into that. I don't, ha- Brenda. Yeah. Where are we going today? I haven't even tried to think about this. I don't have. I don't. You've <laughs> talked about it.
1: No, I picked this this topic literally immediately after our last topic, Mm-mm. and it kind of so like wove into. No. <laughs> It kind of okay. So there were a couple <laughs> topics I was I was trying to. I picked this one. I was like, cool, this is the one. And then I binged all of Jellystone, and oh. I was like, it's, oh, so maybe now it's w-
0: Jellystone.
1: No, wait. <laughs> then I was like, maybe I want to do Top Cat. And then I was like, oh, I can't find enough information I'll just Top Cat. And then I was just like, ah, oh, Beans, go back to the original thing. Um, so we're doing Care Bears. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Care Bears is a line of cute. We, and we mentioned Care Bears last week with the whole like cookie jar trying to buy Care Bears um, Moon Scoop trying to buy Care Bears that comes he up who owns Care Bears don't worry it's a mystery it's a mystery uh, Care Bears is a line of cute lovable teddy bear characters created by American Greetings in 1981 they've gone on to have theatrical movies television series and numerous toy lines over the years and have become a staple of pop culture so the core of the Care Bear is how to create a teddy bear and make it copyrightable <laughs> <laughs> this is the core of the Care Bear. <laughs> so we have to rewind a little bit. We have to go back to the founding of American greetings. Which is I'm sorry, a- what? Oh, we have to no American.
0: <laughs> I thought you said go back to the founding of America, and I'm like, I swear to fucking God, if you're like, so George Washington <laughs> called the first teddy bear a Care Bear. Actually, I was gonna, lo- I was gonna say, so, I was gonna leave George- my recording room and be like, no. <laughs>
1: So George Washington created the first Care Bear. He called it... Oh, God, what's the Care Bear naming convention? Oh, yeah. Um, called it um, Truth Bear <laughs> based on the fake story that he chopped down a cherry tree. Something, something to always tell the truth. Now, we have to go back to the beginning of American Greetings, which is a very prolific um, greeting card manufacturer and creator mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um so American Greetings um, was founded back in
0: 1906.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like 100 plus year old, um, old, old, old company. We're going to start in 1967. Um, American Greetings buys the rights to this character called Holly Hobby, which is created by a woman who is also just named Holly Hobby. <laughs> that's I found that's, out, that's just why. the name? Yeah, I, I like double checked. I was like, did she change her name to Hobby? So it rhymed, like, is this, like, a pen name? No, she actually married a guy whose last name was Hobby.
0: That was calculated. Is, Cal- I know. Calculated. And her name is
1: really Holly Hobby. So, like, she started, like, doing this art of, like, this, like, little girl and like, this big blue bonnet that kind of covered her face. It's, like, very distinctive. If you saw it, you would just immediately be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that in, like, a, a grandmother's house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, she would do art of, like, kids... Austin, did you just send me a picture? I did. No, it's
0: it's a tr- it, that's True Heart Bear, who I can only assume was created by George Washington.
1: Yes, I love how it's a rainbow, because we all know that George Washington was, like, <laughs> was gay.
0: I'm sorry, you keep doing your thing. I thought you'd see that later. Uh, no,
1: I just hey, everybody, have Facebook Sometimes open. I bug in between recordings <laughs> in, our, in our private chat. Austin messaged me. True heart bear, George Washington's care bear. Oh, see?
0: I was gonna find one that was freedom bear, but there isn't yeah. one. Which is
1: there? There is. Oh wait. Okay, let me send you a picture of this bear. Is it the American? Envi-ram-
0: is it the American cares bear?
1: There's like a bear who is part of like this line called like environmental bears, mm. and we'll get to those. Don't worry, everyone. Just I'm going on a tangent real quick, and he's just got like because there's America the cares
0: bear which is which like their tummy is a star and stripes um is it a
1: heart and star and stripes no you get the same no oh okay so so this is
0: they used used to be called proud heart bear hi everyone i'm on the care bears wiki (laughs) this is we're
1: gonna go on a journey this is a lot
0: they were they they, did hey uh proud heart bear is as old as us 1991
1: (gasps) yay oh that (laughs) might be the one i'm looking at yeah here let me send you this bear they might have changed it a little bit yeah, because, like, 1991 was the, um... Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: was, yeah. that's that the 1991
1: was the envi- environmental bears.
0: Ah. So that's
1: where this bear came from. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, Fight in, you uh, should
0: not send more bears?
1: <laughs> I know. I got really distracted looking at all the bears. Um, and at the end, we'll talk about who we think our favorite bears are. Anyway, oh, I have, I have um... What's that?
0: No, you you can- have I answer. have my answer.
1: Okay, cool. I'm excited to hear it. All right, so um, Holly Hobbies has all this art. American Greetings starts putting this on cards and, like, other merchandise, and it becomes really, really successful and shows American Greetings that they can kind of just, like, pick a character... And like build a whole marketing line around a- this character. Mm-hmm. So they create this whole side company to handle this. Mm-hmm. And it's called originally called Those Characters from Cleveland. And that was founded in 1971 um, to handle the invid- individual licensing of their character properties. Um, by 1977, Holly Hobby was one of the top licensed female characters in the world. Um, she was a big, big, big deal. Um, Get dunked up. I know, Barbie wasn't doing super well in this era. Nobody really liked Barbie. Everyone was, like, really into this little girl with this bun and a cute little dog. So, um, another thing that was really big around this time is American Greetings. Other really big property, Strawberry Shortcake. Um, Strawberry Shortcake, um was a line that was created in the mid-70s. Mm-hmm. It's about this like girl who has like a once again, like this big bonnet with like all these strawberries on it. And she has like other friends who are based on other fruits. Very marketable. Absolutely genius. Um in 1979, those characters from Cleveland and American Greetings teamed up with Kenner Toys mm-hmm. to create an entire line of strawberry shortcakes dolls and toys and stickers and other merchandise. Um, this was like like a phenomenon Starburst shortcut was absolutely a phenomenon so like th- those characters from cleveland was like oh okay we can just keep doing this forever. what's next forever and they still create characters and i'll talk about that towards the end but um in 1981 those characters from cleveland introduced the care bears um a line of cuddly copyrightable teddy bears <laughs> um the bear designs were handled by artist elena kushkaryk Kisharik, I don't know. Um, Elena Kushark. And um, the bear's distinctive tummy symbols, which is the copyrightable element of the Care Bear, um, were designed by uh, graphic designer Dave Poulter.
0: Oh, um, you know, I always wondered how, like, it makes sense they to find a part that could copyright, because that's the thing, right? If mm-hmm. you just draw, like, a yellow bear and you're like, well, that's mine. Uh, the copyright groups can be like, oh, yeah, good luck defending that in court, kid. <laughs>
1: But right, Yeah. It's like you can design a bear, but like if you can't like a, anyone can have a bear. So you have to make something copyrightable about the bear. It's the same thing with like my little ponies and their little butt symbols, mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Um, the thing that I found interesting was that the bears were designed by a separate person from the tummy symbols and thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Elena is still drawing Care Bear. She's, like, in her 70s now, so every so often she draws a bear, and everyone's like, whoa! Oh, that's cool. There were ten... Yeah. uh, Sorry, Angel just fell off his cat tree. (laughs) I think he's itchy today. Um, There were ten bears in the initial lineup, and those bears were Bedtime Bear, Birthday Bear, Cheer Bear, Friend Bear, Funshine Bear... Good luck, Bear. Friend, Bear. Love a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, wow, they really dug really deep for these bear names. Um, Love a lot, Bear. (laughs) Tender heart, Bear. Wish, Bear. And the outlier, Grumpy Bear, who I feel like is the most popular bear. Um, Everyone likes Grumpy Bear. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when we were both in high school, there was like a weird Care Bears, maybe like late middle school, early high school, there was like a weird care bears resurgence where like everyone was like really into Luck Bear and um, Grumpy Bear. They were everywhere. Um maybe that was just my school experience. I feel like everyone was like, Oh yeah, I got this cool Care Bear shirt and I was just like, Oh, care bears.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> think my school had I think I could I could guess what it was, why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um Because Robot Chicken was gaining popularity and they had a bunch of K-Bear bits and skits they did.
1: Uh, So I
0: bet it was was that.
1: Happy Bunny was also really big. Um, Remember Happy Bunny? Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) So I think it was like kind of the Grumpy Bear was like playing off the Happy Happy Bunny kind of popularity. Um, So yes, each bear has their own... Distinct tummy symbol and color. And I looked it up and I double checked and initially it was referred to officially as the tummy symbol. <laughs> so that's Wait, not what just I call me. it now. Oh, I didn't write down one second. I know I can look it up.
0: I'm you know looking- it's kinda <laughs>
1: like how like my little ponies now call um, the the butt tattoos cutie marks.
0: I didn't I didn't I don't <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> all right care Bears. okay so the episode where i found that or not that episode <laughs> the website where i found that information about the tummy symbols which was a care bears toys fan site um mm-hmm. doesn't appear to exist today oh so that's a lot to handle right now <laughs> <laughs> i like take i'm like looking oh it's not coming up. It was literally active yesterday. Where did it go?
0: I can't wait for this episode to end and we end recording, and we like check the news and it's like the Care Bears lawsuit's been settled. And actually, no one owns Care Bears. And we've deleted all of it.
1: <laughs> I found it. I had to go. I had to really <laughs> search for it. All right. So, tummy symbol. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this as to what they are called now because I know it changed. Belly badges. Oh. <laughs> Now now they are called belly badges <laughs> according to this Care Bear toys
0: I mean that sounds cooler <laughs> for like a cartoon or something, right?
1: Yes. Because my personal specials I could go into like this toy line was released and this toy line was was released. But my personal specialty is like weird, obscure animated specials. So a lot of the focus is going to be on the Care Bears animated specials, which I feel like are the really like the lasting like aspects of Care Bears if that makes sense I mean yeah Um,
0: as we've talked about at length on this show you make your animated special because you need kids to like the special so they want to buy the toy from the special it's a feedback loop
1: (laughs) yeah and this was towards the very beginning of that phenomenon so we didn't have like He-Man and we didn't have like Transformers yet G.I. Joe yet this is like very early 80s 1983 to be precise Mm -hmm. um a television special called "The Care Bears in the Land Without Feelings" um, debuts. Uh, looking at stills of this special, it unearthed a memory. <laughs>
0: Is that the <laughs> one we all watched?
1: Which one did you watch? Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: okay, you you go. Maybe maybe okay. it's this one.
1: I have the description of this special, and I remember watching this on the Disney Channel because the Disney Channel showed Care Bears constantly. Mm -hmm. old Care Bears. So this is about Kevin. He's a boy on Earth. He's upset because he has to move away from his younger friend Donna. Um, He declares that he does not care, which is uh, the ultimate sin of the Care Bear universe. And he decides to run away and he ends up in the land without feelings. Um, This is ruled by a misanthropic and winter-centric mad scientist named Professor Coldheart. Professor Coldheart does return. So this is the thing that triggered my memory of this special in particular. Cole Hart turns Kevin into this, like, amphibian, like, goblin creature. Oh. And it turns out he just turns all of these kids into, like, weird little goblins. And, like, seeing a picture of these things, I was like, oh, holy shit, oh, I do remember that. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> okay. So I didn't see that one. I Okay. Mine is a new generation, which is the second one. Oh, that's one. The,
1: the one. Okay. Yeah, the one with the boat. Yeah. The boat one. I may have seen... Um,
0: the land, the land without feelings, uh. But I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I'd completely forgotten this until I got to that part with like the goblins, and I was just like, "Oh, holy shit! Okay, yeah, I remember this shit." Um, yeah. So eventually, like the 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 care bears have they come they become involved. Somehow, mm-hmm. and they have to team up with like his friend Donna and like go rescue this kid and the rest of the kids. And this is also the origin of the Care Bear stare, which is the Care Bears' signature um, fighting move in which they shoot lasers out of their tummies.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> I know that's what it is, but hearing you say the words <laughs> <laughs> "bear fighting,"
1: <laughs> yeah, because they, they have they like all a fucking unibeam. <laughs> And then they're like, "All right, team, Care Bears." Sarah. <laughs> they just shoot lasers out of their stomachs.
0: Hey, uh, how how? Who's older, Care Bears or Iron Man? Just saying. <laughs> I know. Just, just say. Just saying. Just
1: saying. Just saying.
0: Iron Man is uh, a Care Bear, and when he cares about it's is himself.
1: Yes, always. <laughs> Another special, uh, this special is incredibly successful, so another one follows up in 1984, um, and that's a direct sequel to um, Land Without Feelings. Is that what it was called? Yes. Yeah, Land Without Feelings. So Professor Coldheart freezes the world. Um, That's pretty much it. This is also one that I remembered pretty vividly watching on the Disney Channel. And then... The theatrical movie releases in 1985, and this movie is produced by Canadian animation company Nelvana, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you know maybe this will be a topic in the future. Um, they have like a pretty like long history of animation. This movie um, is Nelvana's second theatrical movie after a uh, film called Rock and Rule, which uh, is a thing that exists, and some people like it, but it definitely was not successful. <laughs>
0: You maybe you've seen it. it. It was not good.
1: <laughs> nope. Um, I personally have not seen it, so I cannot say. I have some friends whose opinions I really respect who absolutely adore this movie. <laughs> so maybe it's great. But I personally don't know. Every clip I see of it, I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, It's um, wild. So Nelvana threw all of their money into this movie, Rock and Roll. It failed. So no, Nelvana's like... Shocker. Really scrabbling to stay afloat. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, God. They're working on, like, a bunch of stuff for Deke Entertainment. Not Dick Entertainment, as I said last I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bringing that really good joke back, remember? <laughs> they, they were about to lose everything. So Care Bears was, like, it, their last chance. This is the last chance they had. Incredible. Have. Care Bears. It, yes. Amazing. So they get, like, the... Do you remember this first movie? This is the one I talked about last week with the evil book. <laughs>
0: yeah, the yeah yeah, seeing the book is what it did it for me.
1: Yes, it, oh god, it's so scary. But anyway, this was like their last chance. So Nelvana co-founder Michael Hirsch mm-hmm. uh, was quoted in the 2002 book "The Nelvana Story," mm-hmm. um, and here's his quote: "Nobody had ever made an animated movie for theatrical release for as little money <laughs> and, and as and in as little time." <laughs> it was made in eight months and had a budget of two million dollars zero money yeah, two million dollars for an animated movie is absolute piss it's zero it's money that's no money dirt yeah who's um uh, someone big is in that movie oh uh, mickey rooney yeah
0: yeah Yeah. he's yeah. the
1: narrator yeah and that's
0: that's mickey is like still like important then
1: uh, late '80s ish, little less important, th- or early '80s ish. But it's not, not
0: like super super. It's not like come- people know him. It's not like comeback paycheck. It's like real paycheck still.
1: Yeah. So like that was probably like the biggest expense. Cree Summer's in this um, movie. Well. It that has to be like one of her first roles then.
0: Yeah, it was. I'm just I'm just thinking of like two million dollars, but I'm like, yeah, I guess like Cree Summer was not like Cree Summer. By, yeah, by like now point. she's like
1: Cree Summer, but then she was just like, "Oh, this person can voice act." <laughs> um, she had to be really young then. So, this movie has one of the first was one of the first theatrical animated movies to have a female director, and the director was uh, Arnold- Arna Selsnick, um, who hasn't really done hasn't directed since this. Mm-hmm. She did like a little bit of work on like a lot of everything, kinda came back as like a layout designer. She's like a script r- writer too. She does everything. Um her most recent <laughs> um most recent credit was on the Paw Patrol movie. Paw Patrol.
0: So- <laughs> Paw pa- I forgot that movie was happening.
1: I know. I think oh, it's already out. Is it? I, don't, <laughs> I think it might be. I don't oh know. Oh
0: my god. I mean, we listen, I have no reason to know. I guess that's true.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I have like a my cousin has a kid who's kinda into it, so I'm like, Oh, really? Paw Patrol? How about um uh, Pokemon? And then my cousin's <laughs> just like gives me a glare like, Don't you dare, don't you dare bring that weeb <laughs> shit into my house. <laughs> I will
0: I will I will Spartan kick you out of the window, I swear to fucking god. I know how bad your knees are. <laughs> I'm just looking at Kree Summer stuff. It was her second film ever. Her first, oh, wow. her first who did she play? She was Kim.
1: Who the hell is Kim? I don't know.
0: She was in a second movie, too, well, as Christy. Her first movie huh. ever was the Strawberry Shortcake movie. Strawberry Shortcake and the Baby Without a Name.
1: The Baby Without a Name. That sounds very intense.
0: But the Care Bears movie is her first feature film. So, oh, hey. Nice. Thanks, Care Bears. Wow.
1: <laughs> thanks. Um, so, this movie had a $2 million budget. Um, but the, distribu- the distributor um, company that decided to like distribute the film, which was the Samuel Goldwyn Company, mm-hmm. spent... 24 million dollars to promote
0: it that's like a
1: hundred times the budget like oh my god like this you made this movie for two million dollars and then you went and just spent it all on advertising oh my god
0: we don't actually have a movie it's just one big commercial we so we wrote it off on taxes as a commercial is that okay
1: exactly uh so fortunately <laughs> care bears had like a box office gain like it they made 34 million dollars it was the <laughs> highest grossing movie in canada for that year um uh, it saved nilvana it you know it
0: do you think they got the, the trend bill up. of like yeah. how much they spent on ads and they were like oh guys, hey guys um hey guys this is a problem <laughs>
1: they're like oh shit oh, fuck we fucked up and Elvana's just like well no skin off our bags like we made the movie for very cheap and they're the ones who spent all the money so uh, this seems like you know, a personal they, problem they <laughs> yeah so it started the trend of toy-based theatrical films it catapulted care bears to notoriety um this film also features the care bear cousins which i would be uh remiss to not oh, mention God. i don't know if that's the correct grammar so what a oh care bear god. person oh, is. My yeah. oh my
0: god oh my god oh my god
1: it's all coming back yeah it's all coming back they were like me. so
0: kind of yeah. they were like almost care bears which is
1: they are a secondary line. They're not bears. That's the thing. Yeah, They're cousins.
0: Exactly. They're
1: a secondary line of Care Bears that featured other animals, and they were introduced in 1984. So like, we're they were Care Bears. Like, Let's get a. Yeah, there
0: was like a lion and a bunny.
1: Oh yeah. So there was. Um, the most popular ones were like Brave Heart Lion. I feel like he was very popular. Um, Bright Heart Raccoon, who wore a baseball cap because he was hip. Um, lots of Heart Elephant and Cozy Heart Penguin, which is just a very warm name. <laughs>
0: like, they're like, let's get a raccoon, which is the most Canadian shit. That's like, like that's some shit we would do in Michigan too, because we're like basically in Canada. Like, you, you imagine being a kid like. In Florida, and they're like, "What are you what 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 are you fucking talking about?
1: Oh, you're in Arizona, and you're like, like, oh, I think I've seen one of those in the zoo.' Oh <laughs> my, like, do they have them in <laughs> zoos and places?
0: They're not a pest.
1: I've been to a zoo in Arizona in which there was a raccoon. That's
0: wild. Oh, you know what? They my s- partners told me so when wild. they were when they were doing some learning abroad, they went to a zoo and they had like deer, like like deer we yeah. just have like in backyards here, just like in a zoo. Like, oh, my God, look at the deer. My partner was like, we, you literally have to dodge those on the highway. What are you doing?
1: There are so many deer everywhere. It's very dangerous.
0: Like, oh, it's to help them survive. My partner's like, no, they're fine. They like, like, if, oh, my God, this is such a tangent. But I, when the first spikes happened in the pandemic last year, um, mm-hmm. I, I went to my office to go get, like, my plants to save them. And I rolled up. And this is, yeah. like, one week into first lockdown. And there was a family deer just, like, sleeping in the parking lot. I was like, wow, nature is ready for people to be gone. (laughs) They were like, thank fucking Christ these people are gone. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, two deer sitting in the middle of the parking lot and, then like, a younger deer, like, chewing grass. And I was like, wow, they took no time at all to acclimate to people not being here all day.
1: Yeah, they are ready to reclaim this planet. <laughs> like, so, uh
0: humanity, you are on alert, says every single deer.
1: Yeah. Every deer is ready to take what you have. <laughs> Let's get a deer kibber cousin. <laughs> yeah, really. Why is I feel like nowadays there would be like he's, he'd have little little antlers and be like really cute. Um if someone wants to draw that, I can't pay you, but we'll share it. Um I guess that's just exposure, but also we don't make any money yeah. doing this. So. Not,
0: um, not yet. Have, but soon.
1: Not yet. <laughs> If you have any free time, um, I would love to see a little deer.
0: I want to see a, a snake, Care Bear cousin. Make it happen. Make it. I don't.
1: I would have been super down. Listen,
0: you're like, but where does it? Where the? What about their unabeam? I don't fucking know. Maybe it comes out of their mouth. Figure it out. I'm not. I don't know.
1: <laughs> they just like shoot lasers out of their mouth. <laughs> It'd
0: be like Sal, the sneaky cousin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna need some workshopping. We'll get back to that.
0: And Sal, the cunning cousin. Cunning is just <laughs> evil smart.
1: Yeah, and like, would he be like initially a villain? I think so. That seems lazy. I'm
0: just staring at this the book from the Care Bear movie, and I, that's just where my head's at. Also, I think the book's face is kind of hot. I don't. You were like, it's scary, and I was like, oh yes, scary.
1: Well, she's got like that like maleficent voice. Like she's just like, hello, Jonathan, and it's like, oh.
0: Hi. Yeah, whoa, what's (laughs) up? And she's like, no, I'm evil. I mean, what? I mean, what, you know?
1: We have to get rid of all caring? Okay. All right. (laughs)
0: I'm down. All
1: right, I guess. (laughs) Sorry,
0: Um, guys. I have to get rid of you.
1: (laughs) All right, so the Care Bear cousins, they make their um, animated debut in this movie. They've been Mm. in and out of the series. um, The Care Bears, like, lore for like a every so often i think right now they're in the current lore maybe um but they were very present for like all of the 80s stuff um so next would be care bears the next generation is that what i didn't write down the name
0: yeah it's care it's the oh the movie yeah it's the care bears 2 next generation
1: okay cool i was like it's not i was thinking of gremlins 2 the the new batch
0: oh nope (laughs) (laughs) it's the new generation
1: cool. Um, That comes out in 1986. It's, you know, it's fairly successful. It's not as big of a hit as the first one. Uh, the third movie, the, the last theatrical Care Bears movie, came out in 1987. It was called Adventure in Wonderland, mm-hmm. and it was like a Wonderland parody. I had this one on VHS, so this is probably the one I've seen the most. But the Cheshire Cat raps in it, and it's a lot that sounds to
0: handle. incredible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's something. It's got some, like, really interesting animation in it like almost some like Thief and the Cobbler-esque sequences it's very weird um but that was the last theatrical Care Bears movie it absolutely tanked at the box office so by this point um, Care Bears were starting to lose their steam mm-hmm. in 1987 mm-hmm. um before this, a television series debuted in 1986 and ran on ABC for 70 episodes. And then Care Bears Nutcracker Suite debuted in 1988 on the Disney Channel and served as the final episode for that series. Hmm. And, and that was about it for a long time with Care Bears. Um, their biggest push was in the 80s. And then ever since then, it's kind of been like every anniversary, Care Bears comes back. So the next time Care Bears would mega resurgence was 1991 with the environmental care bears which i mentioned earlier the 90s was all about the environment we got our fern gullies we got our um the movie with like the hedgehog not sonic <laughs> but even sonic kind of had somewhat of an environmental lean That's to true. it like that was just that was the 90s like everyone was just like save the rainforests cut, save cut the environment um, pop
0: bottle, my bobbers. yeah G- what are those? give a hoot don't pollute your pop bottle caddies <laughs> Cut your pop bottle caddies, everybody.
1: Don't let sea turtles get caught up in them. Collect your pop tabs. I think that was the 2000s. But anyway, um, so these were kind of like environmental. I couldn't figure out what was really environmental about (laughs) them, really. Um, This is also towards the end of Kenner toys. Um, Kenner was really popular for... Um, their Star Wars line of toys, mm-hmm. but this is the period where there is no Star Wars, so yeah. uh, Kenner is struggling big time. Um, Care Bear Environmental Bears really wasn't, like, a super big hit, and the line died out and didn't come back until the 20th anniversary celebration in 2002. Uh, the, tw- the celebration shouldn't have been in 2002, but it was, so <laughs> you, <laughs> it wasn't Br- exactly 20 Brinda's years, like, but like, yes, I know,
0: you're doing the math. Just shh.
1: Yeah, it's like, I, I know the celebration happened in 2002. Um, Nelvana came back to make a couple more specials, this time CGI specials. There was one that was released in 2004 called Journey to Joke-A-Lot. I feel like they showed this on the Disney Channel around this time incessantly. Um, and then another one called Care Bears Big Wish Movie. And Big Wish Movie was Nelvana's last involvement with the Care Bears property. Mm. Um 2007. Here comes Care Bears' big 25th anniversary. They make another push. They release another animated thing called Oopsie Does It, which has a very limited theatrical release. Um, the Care Bears also got their first big, big, big redesign at this point. Mm-hmm. They get, like, the bigger heads and, like, the littler bodies. They're kind of chibi-ish now. Mm-hmm. Um, a series called uh, Care Bears Adventures in Care-A-Lot is produced by Dick Entertainment. <laughs> Dick, sorry. It's not funny. <laughs>
0: It's not funny. Cackles.
1: (laughs) This premiered on CBS in 2007 and kind of like fell in as part of their EI block. Mm -hmm. Um, It only ran for 25 episodes, which is absolutely abysmal. Uh, In 2008, American Greetings announced that Care Bears, along with Strawberry Shortcake and Sushi Pack, would be sold to Cookie Jar Entertainment. (laughs) We described this whole (laughs) thing in the previous episode, so I'm not going to reiterate it here. And I Please go listen to our Cookie Jar episode. I know we're
0: like you know, this isn't a pure, you know, this isn't, like, a story-based podcast and listen to every episode, but think of it, like, as an editor's note and also as, like, we, it was, like, a whole thing and it's technically not resolved.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, it was a huge, big, big thing. Um, The, the next, uh, so this whole deal did not end up going through. It was, whole flip-flam. Mm. 2010, Hasbro gets the toy rights of Care Bears. Um, this is important because another um, Care Bear animated series would premiere on Hasbro's Hub Network. This is the same network that used to have um, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually produced by Moonscoop's US studio. Right. And I know Moonscoop <laughs> Moon <laughs> was like, all caught up in like that weird sale too, so I don't really know how they ended up working on it. I couldn't find any further information on Yeah, I,
0: it's very weird, right? Okay, it's very weird. Like, this is a big property, and there's, like, a lawsuit, and the news just kind of, like, they're suing each Gave other. Gave up. Yeah, they just stopped. Everyone just stopped caring. And I'm like, so what I can... The only thing I can logically piece together is these lawsuits are still technically
1: active. Active? Uh, yeah. And, and there's like, just oh, no like, court The lawsuit doesn't exist anymore, right?
0: I don't think like, they do, but it doesn't particularly matter. Like, technically... When Cookie Jar Group was being sued, they were being sued as Sinar, which didn't exist anymore. Mm hmm. So. Yeah,
1: and it's like. I like how through all these episodes, we're just building like the history of Moon Scoop <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't have complicated lore, but we do have the hist- the legal history of this very obscure French slash US animation studio.
0: It's always like some kind of Euro slash group, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. like i don't know what that's about either they, they just like we're just they're like we're gonna fucking do what we want what are you gonna do about it
1: exactly um so in 2014 Hasbro, Hasbro. oh my goodness i want hash brown anyway hash, in brown. 2004- the,
0: <laughs> hash ba- brown you know the very popular toy company they own if you bought a toy it's probably theirs <laughs>
1: It's probably theirs. Um, in 2014, Hasbro loses the rights to the Care Bear toys, which I found to be wild because it's a big IP, and they were just like, eh. Um, Welcome to Care A Lot is canceled when Hub Network becomes Discovery Kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, that network just doesn't exist anymore. Um, and then, like, and then that's, that's, that's almost it. Last week we asked, like, what even is Care Bears now? And so I did some research into it, and it turns out Care Bears actually has an – current show, animated right? series Unlocking yeah it, it, yeah it debuted in 2019 on the boomerang um streaming app yeah. um and uh new toyland was actually released in 2020 so it's still out there haunting us
0: no. <laughs> 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 what, what they listen Brenda what are you, wh- how are they haunting you what what the cabers
1: they're just like all about toxic positivity okay
0: <laughs> you know what you, you know but is, but is that the Care Bear's fault that they were created to, like, each Care Bear has, like, one, like, I think if you go to, like, uh, I'm on, like, one of the fan sites, they, like, profile their, like, their fucking paladin oaf as a Care Bear. They have a, yeah. they have a caring mission that, like, they are compelled to do. Mm-hmm. Which is wild.
1: Truly. Like, they were each put okay. So, so if each one has like a mission that they were put here to do, yeah, this is the the core core thing of the Care Bears. So, Who say we've got them? like,
0: <laughs> is there, a, um, is there a Care Bear Prime <laughs> in the Care Bears? Okay, horse? there
1: is because that's the second movie. The second movie shows all of the current Care Bears as little babies. Oh right, and there's like two like two two um pa- they're not their parents. they are like fucking. The, one's a horse. Um... <laughs> There were, like, two bears, then they were like, we have to take care of the Care Bears, or, like, I guess caring ceases to exist. I don't know. I don't remember the second one very well. I, I just um, thought I saw it. There's a boat! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris Summers um, is there, apparently.
1: Apparently. So, okay, so there's, uh, the Care Bears each have their own thing, so, like, Luck Bear, like, is, like, the harbinger of luck or something, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh! Um,
0: <laughs> look on me and weep! <laughs>
1: So what does um, Amigo Bear do? <laughs> this is a real bear. I discovered. No wait. I, okay, so, I'm, on
0: I'm on it. Let's see.
1: Yeah. So, so Amigo Bear is like the L- Latinx bear. Um, I can't bear. <laughs> let me get a picture so I can also. I'm looking um, at a suffer. picture. <laughs> hey Care Bears. <laughs> hey Care Bears. Hmm. Yes. So, I mean, they could have just put a sombrero on his stomach. I guess this is preferable. He's got, his like, friend- a, a symbol. His French name is... vaguely... Wait, wait.
0: <laughs> his French name translates to all amigo. <laughs>
1: um, oh, it's his personality. Uh, his personality is... Uh, okay, so... His personality of amigo bear is thus... While all Care Bears speak the universal language of caring, Amigo Bear is particularly flexible in the communication department. What does that mean? Being the, being the first truly bilingual bear doesn't just give him a padded resume, but also twice the potential reach out to reach out and help those in need. There's a typo there. Thanks, Care Bears Ricky. Hey, um, his I- goals themselves are twofold. He wants to be an Amigo to all all those around him, and to do so while representing Hispanic culture.
0: (laughs) Hey, Care Bears, you made a bear called Friend Bear, and I have to, I gotta thank you, they, like, they, like, step on each other's toes. Uh, Looking at their Spanish names, Amigo's bear name is almost the same as Friend Bear. Friend Bears looks like, yeah, Friend Bear apparently is in the feminine way to say, all, to say Amigo Bear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you heard it here first, folks, folks. Amigo Bear confirmed boy, I guess. Also, yeah, one of so, his jobs is a food cart peddler, and that just is not a good look. Mm. That is not a good look. Oh, I look. don't
1: like the description for his belly badge, which, according to the Care Bear wiki, is red Aztec-style spiral oh, sun no. surrounded by oh. small hearts. Oh, no. Mm. I would say the design is more akin to like traditional Spanish tile. Um, It's not Aztec which Aztec's not the proper word anyway but there, uh, his name translates to friend bear but don't don't mistake him for actual his friend he's not friend bear he's <laughs> amigo bear it's different this one's um, spicy <laughs> this is this
0: is one of those things when like you know not a single latinx person was like in like not even not in the room like not on the call not on an email <laughs> chain they didn't see <laughs> any of the art they, they, mm-hmm. not even, not even like some, not even like a kid on like a field trip to the Care Bear office. And there was no one getting lunch outside the office to go, like, hey, I don't, I don't work here. I walked, I work down the road, but, uh, that looks stupid. <laughs> 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 they <were> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yeah. so oh. bad. There's so many better ideas you, like, I get, this I get, bear, it. there's, yeah, so many better ideas you could do
1: so many and okay so if like they all all the bears speak the universal language of caring so supposedly they can just like all bears know all languages right except like <laughs> except this one also knows sp- specifically <laughs> Spanish like look into your own lore what have you done here you've ruined it you've ruined a good lore that's
0: like the idea <laughs> so there's a spell in D and d called comprehend languages where you can know where like you don't know all languages you, the magic like you put on like translator headphones and the magic just auto translates. And so it sounds mm-hmm. like it's like reverse that, like whatever they say auto translates in your head to so you can understand it because of the universal language of caring. Um, so it's weird to be like, also, I know Spanish. You're like, hey, I am an infinite well of all language in the multiverse. Also, I know Spanish. Yeah. What? Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? What do you wait? Why
1: is Spanish not included with, with the <laughs> rest know, of the languages? I don't understand what
0: that means. the rest of, has no has no other bear ever been able to help Spanish kids? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it just opens up like you know, like why is there just a bear that also knows Spanish? Like, how did this bear become the expert of like? Did was he assigned to Spain and then thus? Or, like, assigned to, like, South America or Mexico. Uh, According to his wiki, he's he's specifically Mexican. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Like, did they assign him to this area and that was, like, his care zone? Like, and he just kind of picked up the language. But then, like, wouldn't that mean that, like, every other care bear would also have a specific care zone? So there would be, like, a care bear that was like, oh, well, I know a lot about, like, Chinese culture because I've been helping. My care zone is the entirety of China. Like, so it just doesn't... (laughs)
0: It doesn't and I know what you're thinking, <laughs> Listen, You're like, "Why are you picking apart a children's franchise?" I wouldn't do it if they listen. If Care Bears are just like, "What's your learn?" They're like, "Who fucking cares?" They're bears with things in their tummy. You know what? Fair enough. You know, I I would yeah. I would move on with my life. I'd be like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter." It the thing that gets me is these things will try and be like, "Let's make a like long story about where the Care Bears came from," so kids want to buy like. The adult bear and the baby bear toy. Like, it's, I get it. Yeah. That is why they made the second movie in like 1985. Cause now it's like, you make shit yes. to sell toys.
1: They needed to have like the babies, cause it was like a whole other toy line that could be marketable. Exactly. Like, you know, so that's why.
0: I'm just imagining being like a Care Bear employee and like seeing a Beanie Baby commercial and just like calling, like calling you up, my Care, my care Bear employee working, like, Brenda, you see this Care Bear shit? Do you see. who the did you are we can we sue them is that is that cool (laughs) we just made that movie
1: we just did that what the hell like yeah who's your favorite care bear brenda okay so i'm actually gonna say it's a care bear cousin and it is the raccoon okay
0: you, that, i it's like the baseball him.
1: Cap, huh? yeah it's the the cap got me he was cool he was purple you know so that's really all i need in a character it's fair <laughs> who's your favorite bear
0: uh i'm pretty basic it's funshine bear
1: yes funshine bear is a good bear a good solid strong bear
0: i remember funshine bear being insufferable which is what i like about him. yeah because his whole thing
1: and like it's, we- yeah. it's so
0: weird because you think like they're all just a very specific part of caring and funshine is like wants everyone to have fun but then there's Mm -hmm. cheer bear
1: incessantly yeah
0: who wants everyone to be (laughs) cheerful and i'm like okay well now you're parsing of like what's cheerful and what's fun does funshine bear not care if you're fucking happy he's just like let's do extreme sports i don't fucking care if you're sad
1: toxic positivity bear
0: Why is I'm one bear just angry? Why I don't understand.
1: He's not angry. He's grumpy. Okay,
0: I would say grumpy a, is angry. There,
1: it's a distinct difference. He just wants to sleep. Wait, no, that's a different bear. There is also a bear who just likes to sleep. Yeah, there's a. Sleep How one. does this help pe- people? Yeah, he's like asleep all the time. How does this help people? How does this spread caring? Caring about your own sleep. <laughs> <laughs> <all> I'm mean. gonna <laughs> I would, I would just stop.
0: Apparently, Grumpy Bear, his care mission is helps others see how silly it is to so let grumpiness go too far. By what being being grumpy all the t- I don't how how is he doing that? Truly, uh, motto: I'm not mad, I'm grumpy. All right, okay. F- all here's right, a here's okay. a thesaurus, you fucking t- <laughs> you talking. Learn bear. to have
1: a happy emotion, Grumpy. Like <laughs> my God. <laughs>
0: I'm not mad. Okay, but Grumpy's not a positive state of being, Grumpy Bear.
1: I think the intent of Grumpy Bear is that all emotions are valid. This is like an inside out kind of thing. And sometimes you get to be a little grumpy. But the problem with Grumpy Bear is that he's just is always grumpy. Mm -hmm. And all the other bears are not always grumpy. I don't know what Luck Bear's deal is. Like, What emotion is luck? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, uh, that the the luck, um, you feel when you watch the luck of the Irish on Disney Channel.
1: <laughs> it's the it's just so all of the Irish could have a bear to tattoo on themselves. <laughs> I get to say that I am I am Irish. <laughs>
0: Brenda's like, don't at me. I don't care. Uh, it is a appa- It's good luck bear now, Brenda. First of all. <sighs> His caring oh, mission as he shares cur- his good luck with others. That's what do you mean?
1: <laughs> what does that mean? He hands a child a scratch card. <laughs> like here you go, kid. Good luck. I do also. Okay, so if I had to pick a bear and not one of the cousins, I I do like Luck Bear. I will say that
0: character quirk. He can make broken machines work with the snap of his fingers. Okay, so luck. Good Luck Bear is magic.
1: That's not. Luck the, Bear is a mechanic. That's not lucky. He has a. <laughs> he has a good career. good paying career and he's part of a union i'm guessing
0: i'm just hey i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just really going through it because like wait okay so you're telling me that's luck that's not that if i snapped and like fixed a broken table that's not luck that's magic bro (laughs) what are you talking about grow up
1: like, Luck Bear's just like, you just need to be a lucky kid. Yeah. And then it's like, you're not lucky, though. You're just magic. It's- There's a distinct difference. <laughs> you need to be lucky
0: like me. And he fucking flies away. You're like, that's not luck.
1: You have magical power. <laughs> you're just magic. All right, what other bear can we dunk on? Who else? <laughs> he's
0: just. He is carrying missions to share his good luck with others. That's not a kid. Ca- like, that's nice. That is a nice thing that apparently you are just like a magnet for good luck there's a character like that in ducktales mm-hmm. and like he doesn't use it for evil but i'm like i don't think that's like a mission that's just like how you are you're just lucky yeah oh my god uh i can't think of other care bears like there's like I, cheer I'm bear like, but i believe cheer bear is pretty straightforward
1: champ bear who is drizzly bear
0: <laughs> it sounds like a pokemon
1: Oh, this is a weird one. This is a comic book. It's just Drizzly Bear. It's just a bear.
0: Why is there also like a, a best friend bear?
1: <laughs> Why are there so many friend bears? <laughs> you... What's going on?
0: There's Graham's Bear. There's Do Your Best o Bear. bear.
1: <laughs> there's Oopsie Bear. What is what is that?
0: Oop- there's oopsie? There's Laugh-A-Lot. I remember that one.
1: Yes. There's Trick or Sweet um,
0: Bear, which is just Halloween.
1: Halloween bear is fun. Um, there is a bear called Sea Friend Bear.
0: Uh, we have Watchful Bear, which is an old man bear. He appears in the I Care like Bears him. Unlock the Magic episode, One Wise Bear.
1: True North Bear, which is a Canadian bear. Sure. Where's um No War Bear? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: Work of Heart Bear. What does that mean? I don't. Oh, he's like an artist bear. Oh, okay. I, I get it. I I get it. I really I do. <laughs> I I get it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh god.
0: Th- yeah Are you, th- you said are you are you satiated, Brenda?
1: Yeah, I think that's you know, we've we've milked these bears for a lot of content today. <coughs> oh
0: god. <laughs> I still can't get over they just made like an America bear.
1: I know. I mean I shouldn't be surprised and yet here I am.
0: I'm gonna send you this cool. buddy. I hope yeah. everyone has a lovely lovely, a lovely day. day. lovely day. Lovely day. Gr-
1: a good day. Just a, a good a good day. A, and is that it?
0: Just yeah, just a, just a positive day and A I day. Think, I think that's it. I think yeah, I think this is so... this is where in the show bear comes and drops. Yeah, in the, me in the show back bear. Of the hair.
1: <laughs> Care Bear stares me to death.
0: <laughs> wait, oh, no wait, last thing, wait. What? Do we have any confirmation that the creator of JoJo is not a fan of Care Bears? Because it sounds like a stand to me.
1: I mean, it really does. I would say that 100% Care Bears is the original inspiration for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, everyone.
0: We've cracked the case wide open. And now you can go and tell the people.
1: (laughs) Spread that word. Make a viral post about it. Is it true? (laughs) We don't know. But what has to be true on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: this isn't some kind of research based comedy
1: podcast (laughs) 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 goodbye everybody Goodbye! Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Estranza Garay Negron and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network.
0: You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcast, throw us a five star review helps to show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show, and until next time, historians, see ya.